Hopefully you can edit what I said and make it sound like I said something coherent. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. Oh, I was going to say motherfucking fan podcast because I'm really fucking excited. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry. Lisa! I'm your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. I didn't come up with an a.k.a. because I'm too tired today. Ooh, nice. You're too cool for a.k.a.s. You don't need them. You don't need to rest on your a.k.a. laurels. I need some kind of gimmick. Oh, let's get drunk. Okay, I'm fucking excited. You're sitting next to me in the fucking shed right now. I'm sorry I'm saying fuck so much. You're sitting next to me in the shed. This is exciting. I've been in the shed before. Not recording. But this is the first time that we've recorded i mean if i had any energy right now i would possibly be excited but this is as animated as i'm gonna get but i am super excited to be here for the 100th episode seeing all my california pals again and thank you so much for letting me stay in your home and drink up your tea cates and all of that so thank you lisa for having me and the rest of these weirdos that'll be here tomorrow (laughs) i know not tomorrow two days from now well yeah two days from now and with editing, it'll seem like the same exact day. But yeah, we're doing a little pre-show, a little pre-game, a little March Madness. Okay, that's enough sports. <laughs> let's not let's not bring it down. I'm just excited because this is all happening and everybody's coming out here. I think that's kind of huge. We're not only celebrating our 100th episode, but also we're celebrating our three-year anniversary of this fan cast. I don't know if you know this, but Brienne started GMO Patrol. The first episode came out on March 30th, 2015, and then April 7th of 2016, episode number 69, I took over as a host. And then April 28th, I changed the name to Best Friends Fancast from JMO Patrol. And that was the first episode of BFF. So now we're at our 100th episode. It's kind of huge. Two-year anniversary. Yeah, I was on episode one. Very fitting that it was episode 69 when you (laughs) took over. Was I on that one too? Because I feel like I might have been. Yeah, it's like a... I was talking to someone about it yesterday because I was telling him that I'm coming out here. And he's like, you do a podcast about a podcast. I was like, (laughs) yeah, and we've been doing it for a while. Like, I can't believe that people listen to this. I know I say it all the time, but it's amazing. And the people that I've become friends with because of Allison's show and this show, there's no other word for it. It's fucking crazy. It really is. And the fact that people listen is huge. And now the fact that people are flying out, like spending money, like you you did... And other people that are spending their hard-earned money to come to my house this weekend and celebrate Allison. I don't know. First of all, that makes me feel awesome. But we're all getting together to celebrate Allison. And I just wonder how she feels about that. Because it's kind of huge. I didn't want to tell you this, but I just came to hang out with Mike. And he's (laughs) going camping. So I guess I'll just hang out with you then. 
Yeah, he's going camping in the snow. So you guess you'll hang out with me because of the snow. You came out here to get away from the snow. It's warmer there right now. We're in Denver than it is here. It's like gloomy and it's raining and it's pretty lovely, actually. I know. I'm so excited. I love this weather. I'm, I, I couldn't have asked for better weather. I wish it was a tiny bit cooler. But other than that, it's pretty good. On this episode, Rafi and I will talk about the Monday show with Ken Reed. And then we will have a little time travel action and... And all of a sudden, a bunch of people will be joining us to talk about a Thursday show, serums, scones, and Dave's night nurse service. But first, let's do some shout outs. Do you have any shout outs, Rafi? I know I just like spring it on you, but... It's not like we've never done this before. (laughs) I'm going to spring some other stuff on you on Saturday, too. You're going to really love it. Dear God. (laughs) Shout out to Rachel. She's back home holding down the fort. Shout out to you lisa for letting me stay in your home and to your husband and kids who are putting up with a stranger flopping at your house and again shout out to everyone that's listening to this shout out to allison and everyone associated with her show because she's the reason we're doing all this crap and it's i'm gonna say it again fucking crazy also i'm not i'm not on my a game right now because i'm on an hour and a half of sleep so if i you know doze off just (laughs) it'll be you're it'll be on brand it's fine my shout outs number one to the disneyland fireworks that are happening right now so you get to witness this in person Brittany, for being a good friend i fucking wish you were here and i told rafi at dinner that i half expect you to like just burst into my front door on saturday and surprise me so if not i know you'll be here in spirit as usual also i want to shout out to Brianne Slammon, who started JMO Patrol three years ago. And if it wasn't for her starting that fan podcast for Allison Rosen, I would never have met so many awesome Allison Rosen people because it's really changed my life. And I have Brianne to thank for that. And Jason Dix, Superfan Megan, Parkansky, and Ashley Bloodworth that were all the original JMO Patrol members. And then, of course, Lil Rafi sitting next to me. I have to thank you for hopping on board and doing the show with me every week because it's kind of uh, one of the funnest thing I... I spend my time doing first I'm going to address the fireworks because I thought that was just the Mexican food we had <laughs> um, and probably people listening can't even hear it but that's true because um, we got some I was also some dope ass mics <laughs> Oh my god! I had too many Pacificos. Oh boy! Oh shit! But yeah, definitely shout out to the original JMO Patrol because that's how I started interacting with people about Allison's show. If it wasn't for JMO Patrol, I would probably have never met Allison. I would probably not have traveled to see her ever, and. I would just be one of the many fans who just listens. So, ooh, that's interesting. One of the many fans who just listens. That's like, that says so much because you think about, I mean, now my trips involve either going to see Twin Peaks, something or other, or to do something Allison related with all of you that I've met on Twitter through the JMO Patrol. So I think that's, it's huge. Yeah. And like, even not Allison related, like me and you met up in Texas. And hung right. out with your pal, Brittany. Who's and, now your pal, Brittany. Yeah, and it's it's just weird how life works, you know? It is. Even you met your girlfriend through Allison Rosen. I mean, that's huge. I don't know. I think that's the first. Yeah. Take it. Uh, Hi, Rachel. I wish you were here. I don't want to say we were the first. Who knows who else is out there? I know uh, Becky met her husband because of Adam. So we're better than them, at least. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Becky. Oh, shit. 
We're not married, though, so she's got us on that one. <laughs> eh, you'll get there. Everyone should be as happy as us married people are. Is it we married people? I don't know. You know, since we're just blabbing <laughs> on, I, I might as well mention this. That as per usual. I love watching you... <laughs> <laughs> and your husband Mike interact because as someone who grew up in a household where affection was never shown like seeing you two and like how you guys give each other shit and you guys like have all these fun stories and it's like I look at you guys and I'm like man I wish they were my parents oh well we're old enough to be well uh, yeah <laughs> we'll take you in Rafi you and Rachel can come move in <laughs> The kids will be happy. They like more. It's exciting. They're a little bit, oh, people, you know, we have to clean our rooms because people are going to sleep in here. And they're a little bit not, I don't want to say bothered by that, but they're like, oh, this is different from our usual schedule. But they get like excitement as far as, you know, people coming to stay over. And, you know, I, once they're old enough, they can be part of it. But as of right now, I mean, mommy wants to get drunk <laughs> and talk about Allison. <laughs> So when they like turn 13, they can start listening to Allison and hearing about... Oh my God. Johnny's going to be 13 next month. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, let's yeah. start recommending some episodes. Bring Daniel's it on. Pot cookie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... When they talk about God, everything. Yeah. I, well, I mean, a lot of the stuff is just honest. Like you're talking about poop. You're talking about periods. Talking about... It's not like they're talking about like anal or anything. So they can't listen to this show, basically. <laughs> <laughs> So they can hear Allison's, but they can't hear this one. Right. Well, one day, I, I think they will be on this show and we'll talk about Allison's show. If there's a show that is, you know, easy to listen to. When I told Ruby that Shane Dawson is friends with Allison, she almost died. She's like, she is? Oh, that blew her mind. Everyone else, she's like, eh, Shane Dawson, that's the shit, apparently, with the kids. Anyway, shall we talk about Monday's episode? Sure, before I take it in a very... Not good direction. <laughs> Let's talk about Monday. Ken Reed. I first heard of him on the Dana Gould Hour podcast. And for him to be on that show and for Dana Gould to say, this is my new favorite podcast, the TV Guidance Counselor, I I thought, okay, I need to check this guy out. And I've listened to the show a little bit and then I just kind of, it's not that it's bad. I just haven't been able to, have you listened to it? I just ran out of time. I only listened to the episode that Allison was on and I need to go back because I don't think that there's like anything that I found remarkable about it. But, um, <laughs> but that being said, I thought he was great on her show. So, and also Dana Gould, you know, former Simpsons writer and just like into old everything. Right. I, I feel like that show show would be kind of up his alley yeah so the fact that ken reed is a tv guide collector much like our very own frank costanza i find him even more endearing <laughs> near and dear to my heart and yours i'm sure yeah i should have known to ask him uh which is the best mm. tv guide and is it the one with al roker and <laughs> if he has one can i have it so i can make a bouquet for <laughs> elaine bennis but uh yeah i didn't think of that in time you can put Euro sauce all over it. I do like his show. And it's funny because I listened to this episode in chunks because I just listened to a little bit and I moved on and I follow him on Instagram. So I thought he was from LA. I didn't realize he was from Boston. And he has been visiting all of these amazing places in Hollywood and all of these. I mean, he's 
seen Hollywood in LA like crazy. Like everything that you want to see, he's done. And every picture he's taken, I'm like, man, this guy's like really, but I didn't know he was on vacation. So he's really living it up. But looking at his pictures and that he likes the TV guide and, you know, has a podcast about the TV guide, I really didn't expect his background. So when I first started listening to it, I was like, so weird that there's a comedian out of Boston that didn't have a super shitty childhood. He just seems like this happy-go-lucky dude. And then I started listening again, like the next day, I'm like, oh, shit, (laughs) he's got some stories and I want to know more about him. I wonder how if Allison knew this going into it because she seemed kind of like, okay, we need to unwrap these things one by one. Yeah, I feel like, you know, these kinds of childhoods are common with stand-ups and I feel like if he lived in L.A., she would maybe even ask him to be like on the Thursday show because he was like really interesting yeah, he's he was a very good guest. I agree him being on a Thursday show. He would mesh well. She asked so many good questions and I love how open he was. But it did it I feel like if I say it left me wanting more, that's a negative thing, but it's not. It's like she dove into so many spots that I'm like he has so much more to go and I want to hear more. But she really tapped into a lot of things that were interesting. He was talking about listening to The Damned. Is a band that I swear, I swear I went on a job interview and the the guy giving me the interview was from the damned and he was that's all he wanted to talk about and I'm like am I just I'm here to get this office job but he had talked about getting having interviews with a couple of the guys and one one of them was just kind of bored with the situation and just left and then the other one sat and gave some great interview so he's into punk bands and I wonder if he and Jeff had a lot to talk about before and after especially since he's been on Dana Gould's podcast they seem like they run in the same kind of crowd yeah, at one point he mentioned a Dead Milkman song, and I was like, that is, it's almost like he knew that would be up Jeff's alley. I just pictured Jeff just being like, oh, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because he didn't really talk very much during that episode, and I expected more because of that. Maybe he just was so interested. Ken's background, the nutty, drunk family. I feel like when he started talking about it, I could relate so much with his family, but his was like the Irish family on steroids because... It's like what my family all hides. They were just like out. <laughs> like we're just going to be this shitty family and not pretend that we're something else. But it, I can't even imagine growing up with all of that shit going on. Yeah, it kind of puts it into uh, perspective. You're like, oh, I had a bad childhood. And then you hear a story like this and you're like, I had a great childhood. Yes. <laughs> And when you hear it about his childhood, it's no wonder that TV raised him and that he's so fascinated with everything to do with TV now and pop culture and all of those things. Like that makes so much sense because that was his escape. It's sad that he still had to keep trying to. And this is where I related with him also was just having to be the parent and he had to be it on a whole other level. But finding, you know, his mom committing suicide or at least attempting a few times and then actually accomplishing it and dealing with that and how he's turned off his feelings i feel like everything he was saying i related to but he was his was just like amped up by like tenfold (laughs) i'm like okay because i turn all my feelings are pretty much cauterized but i have feelings for my kids so it's like i can turn it on and turn it off but i just like close close down and shut down as a human in general but like how he is with his dogs that's how i am with my kids so you know it's there i just wonder how his relationship with his wife is it sounds like it's good but i'd like to hear her perspective i also related to the uh at least the you know feeling very very little emotion part. Do you have emotions anywhere else? I mean, yes, I guess. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of like when it's kind of like when Allison reacted to the dog dying more than she did the person or whatever. I forget what part of the show that was, but yeah, about uh, I think it was about her mom dying or his mom dying. Oh no, I think it was like a he said he saw like a dead neighbor and the oh, dogs right. also died, and she was like, they died. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, like I would also have like uh, been more sad about the dogs dying because to quote a wise man people get shot every day b oh geez <laughs> you said b i'm interested <laughs> that, that would be new york slang b not oh, not the it. uh creature that is <laughs> plastered all over this shed of yours no but one thing that i thought was super interesting was that at five years old he tried to as he put it elliot smith himself oh which God. is something that i think about so much is the fact that Elliot Smith was like such like a, a tortured soul that he was like, I'm going to kill myself, but not drug overdose or, you know, turn the car on in the garage and just lay down by the tailpipe. He's like, I'm going to stab myself in the fucking heart. Oh, my God. I had forgotten about that story that came up on an Allison show for some reason because we talked about it before. And I was just like, what? I, I can't imagine as a five year old. Like, my life wasn't that shitty by the time I was five, so I can't imagine even understanding life and death and all of those things. I mean, by the time I was probably 15 or 16, I understood a lot more. But five? You're trying to kill yourself? Oh, my God. That's And for your family to be like, well, you need to get some help. It has nothing to do with us. You have some problems. Yeah, and like, he said that he had to go see a therapist, and the therapist was like, play with these dolls. It seems like... <laughs> It's like um, the old that was like back in the day where they're just like, yeah, it's like they're, show us where they touched they're you. They're going to like flip through a textbook and like try exactly. to figure it out. But where now he would have been taken away and like, let's figure this out because you're in a destructive environment. It's pretty sad, but I, I like that he's proactive in changing himself as far as getting therapy and having self-awareness about his issues. Trying to kill yourself at five. I don't see a positive trajectory after that. So I think he's made something of himself and his story ideas for his TV shows were actually very interesting. Yeah. Well, no, we need two and a half men more. That's what we need. Uh, yeah. I was on board with that TV show until he started talking about aliens yes. and whatnot. <laughs> but, um... I listened to that part twice. And I'm like, I really need to absorb this. And at the end, I'm like, eh, you kind of lost me. But first part has a lot of uh, perspectives. Perspectives? Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, don't don't try to kill yourself at five. Do what I'm going to do and just wait mm. till 35. 35? <laughs> I still got five good years, Lisa. 35 is like just embarrassing. You're right. If you die, if you die before your time, it has to be before 30. <laughs> if you're uh, after 30, it's just like, mm, well, failure. I'm, shout out to <laughs> Jesus Christ. Died at <laughs> 33. He didn't um, kill himself, though, but whatever. I mean, didn't he, though? Oh, my God. He was just asking for it. What is happening? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, John 316. That's all I have to say. <laughs> what? Brittany, I hope you laughed at that. I hope I didn't edit that out. Next topic. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so th this also goes into his perspective, and I think it came from... It, he said it came from the show, Just the Ten of Us, that people need to be better for knowing you. And that is such a selfless way of thinking. It's like, what can I do to be better for you? When you're a good person and so it gets reflected back to you. It's not like you're just giving and giving, although that has happened to me. But... <laughs> 
when you're like, at some point, am I going to get anything back in this relationship or am I just always Okay. It's not therapy hour for me, but I like that philosophy in life that you hope that someone is better off for knowing you. I mean, that's kind of huge. Like someone is actually better for knowing you. And I feel like Allison is one of those kind of people. We're better for knowing her. And now we're getting to know all these other cool people. And I feel like I'm better for knowing all of you guys. So, you know, I think it's pretty, it's a good one. It's a good one. (laughs) You're such an eloquent speaker, Lisa. (laughs) This part of the show reminded me of one of the songs from Wicked, the two leads are singing to each other that they're better because they knew each other. I love that song in that uh, musical. It's pretty great. So hopefully that's at the beginning or end of this episode, but who knows? Um, um, have you seen that musical? No, but I've, I've heard always the soundtrack many to. times, but I have seen like some clips of it on YouTube and they're like terribly shot. So I'm like, God, I wish I could have seen it with the original cast, but. All right. I think that's enough talking about Ken Reed. But if you do think of anything else, bring it up on Saturday because this is just the first half of our 100th episode. We'll take a break now. And when we come back, Alice and people will have descended on my dining room studio and we can talk about the Thursday show. It'll be like magic. I was going to make a magic noise and I don't know what that is. (laughs) Wee, wee, wee. (laughs) I wish it was more tinkly. (laughs) All right. See you soon. Okay, we're back, and now Rafi and I are joined by a whole group of Allison people here to celebrate our 100th... I'm fucking nervous. Why? There's just so many people looking right at you. I know. To celebrate our 100th episode in my dining room. Fuck. I'm already fucking so... Okay. Dining room fun. It's not that kind of group thing. All right. This week, we were her little bacon maple bar sent in by Gary Youngling. Jungling? On Patreon. But before we talk about the Thursday episode, I'd like to welcome our guests. Welcome back, Rafi. Thank you for having me, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) It's more comfortable here in the house instead of the shed, isn't it? Come on, (laughs) co-hosty. Okay. Megan, welcome to my dining room. Hola, mis calzoncitos. And Chloe is sitting on your lap. Welcome, Chloe. (laughs) Trace. Uh, I'm also here. Hello. Becky. Hello. Jen. Hello. Raymond. (laughs) Hello. <laughs> and our resident therapist, Joanna. Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt like I knew what I was doing. I really fucking don't. All right. So uh, we were lucky enough to have... Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> Lisa, you need to have more mimosas. <laughs> or less. Or less. <laughs> more tacos for you. <laughs> okay. We were lucky enough to have two people give us some homebrew beer to drink. So let's do a tasting now. First, uh, Bruce by Don stopped by earlier. I'm going to have you guys open it because I don't want to open it over here by the uh, the equipment. But the two smaller bottles. Is there a secret to this? Like, should I hold it sideways or something? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about the beer, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so that is the coffee stout. Uh, Bruce Boydon wasn't able to stay for the recording, but it was... I actually got proof he exists. Uh, I think someone called him a unicorn on Facebook. He's a cross between a unicorn and a Sasquatch. That is not because he looks like anything weird, but it's because he's awesome and elusive. So, all right. So this is the coffee stout. I think I'm gonna need an extra shot glass for the other ones. Where well, you're gonna. Oh, I was gonna say we're well, gonna finish that. <laughs> oh, just oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Well, you're gonna you're finish. So that. <laughs> I'm not leaving this table till you finish your beer. Came <laughs> <Okay>, mom. <laughs> oh, if these walls could talk, it would sound very similar to that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, coffee stout. Cheers. I mean. Cheers. That's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. That is very good. Whoa. Very light. Very tasty. I hit the glass on my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot, Becky. Did you try? <laughs> no, but I just had. <laughs> I just had a flashback to a um, SNL skit. <laughs> Oh yes, the yes, sweaty balls. Yes, oh, yes, very light, tastes very light. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Feels good in my mouth. Pete's sweaty, sweaty. As someone who's not super into beer, I always like everything Bruised by Dawn does. Amen. Agreed. Yeah, once again, uh, kudos to Bruised by Dawn. Um, this is a combination of my two favorite things, which is coffee and beer, but smooth. I liked it's it. Really, really good. I think he needs to go into business. I'll buy some. All right, shall we open the other one? It is an IPA, also made by Bruised by Dawn. I would like to go back to the sweaty balls. What kind balls. is this one? <laughs> it's an IPA made by Bruce Bidon. He stirs it with his balls. <laughs> his sweaty, sweaty balls. balls. <laughs> uh, well, to the right. Well, to the left. Oh. Dunk. Tell us more. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> right? I she had a very specific visual for that. <laughs> it really was. Well, when they're sweaty, them. they're more of a bat wing. Oh, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Taste. IPA. Oh, that's actually really good. Well, I don't like IPAs in general, so that's not mm-hmm. a, not a dig on you, uh, Don. But this is really good. It doesn't feel like it's biting me back. Yeah, I like IPAs. Are one of my favorites, and yeah, this is good. Really good. I remember uh, last time Don gave us um, IPAs. I was um, practically tripping because the booze content was so high. I don't know what this is the same, but I like it. We'll see shortly. Yes, it is. I had one of these earlier. It's uh, it's it's have one earlier. It's not not alcoholic. (laughs) Put it that way. Right. I thought it was fairly not crazy high in alcohol, but I could be wrong. Okay. We'll see soon. Give it ten minutes. Ten minutes, (laughs) and he's on the floor. Yes. He might just be sleeping. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's open. The we're other, used to that. Yeah, we're used to all of that. Let's open the other two beers from Paul at Paul eleven thirty eight on Twitter. You guys probably all know him by that. He's around here too. No, he's in Maryland. He shipped this from oh, Maryland wow. for us today, so I think wow. that's really oh, awesome. Okay, what was people? I would like everybody to know that I brought nothing. I am a horrible person. <laughs> everybody uh, came bearing gifts. You here from Seattle? <laughs> you brought yourself. Would you open the other one? We'll do the other. I one came first. from down the street, okay, and I didn't bring anything. Sound so. <laughs> it's cool. You brought your sweet, sweet self. <laughs> so this one is... And therapy. Okay, this one is... Uh, on you are the gift that keeps on the- <laughs> living. <laughs> living. Thank you for living, John. Living. Hopefully, yes. All right, the first one is an English mild style beer inspired by his trip to black country in England. I, I prefer wild style. Am I right? Insert... Wild um, style. Snare. What are they called? <laughs> that. That's what why you're sharing the microphone with Tracy. What's it called? <laughs> Rim job? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, taste. Taste. Taste it now. Did you see Daniel's tweet about if you work on the Pacific Rim, you have a Pacific Rim job? Oh, that's good. So he didn't delete one. This is interesting. That's good. That is different. I like it. I like that a lot. I don't know what to compare it to, another English mild style beer from the black country, but it's delicious. Yeah, it reminds me of like those kind of Englishy brown beers. Yeah, it's good. We're turning into a hipster podcast talking about, you know. I know. <laughs> We're just talking about craft beers. This that is a brew pod. Surprisingly no not malty. Yes, Usually right. dark yes. beers have that heavy type of thing. This is, it no, tastes lighter than it looks. Yeah, it's not It's actually refreshing, not heavy. You're right. right. All right, the next one I'm super excited about. It's a chocolate milkshake stout. So he actually did a bunch of shit to make this happen. Are there shit in here? He made like a tincture, or maybe I'm switching the words, but uh, vanilla in vodka to get the 
vanilla oh. flavor out and then cocoa and so i'm excited about this wow one. this is something that he came up with or did he that's a good question paul let us know can you hear us paul actually can you just let jen know only i, I mean, i'm know. sorry i actually do no want to know. no i just want just tell me all right tasting the chocolate milkshakes out mm, ooh, that's good oh man all right you can put that bottle all the way over here yeah <laughs> yeah i would easily finish that whole that's bottle. creamy that's really good <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> to update the listener, Jen is the worst. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Oh, man. That's not the kind of beer I normally drink, but he did a great job. It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's delicious. Are my levels high enough or should they be lower? You're just right. You t- oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, we can, uh, you guys can grab bottles if you want to finish anymore. I know we all have cups we can fill up with whatever you want to finish. Uh, we're going to do a Russian roulette style topic discussion. And instead of a topic sombrero, we're going to use a topic tiger head. Not a real tiger head. <laughs> yeah. the to, to be determined. The no tiger tigers were head. harmed. So who's going to go first? Are we going to go... Just go. I could have probably done something smaller and less cumbersome, but this why? This is but funnier. But why? <laughs> so I just pick one out? Yep, just all pick right. one oh, out. It's like paparazzi over here. <laughs> all angles. That's what I like. Pictures from all angles. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh. That's what my sister Inter- said, actually. Inter- but that's another story. <laughs> Not you can give mom, her my huh? number. <laughs> Okay. Allison talked about leaning in the hugs and positive thinking. Allie Ward had an episode of Ologies called Grateful Ology. Let's go around the table and say what you are grateful for. Feel free to say it in your best Australian accent. (laughs) This is a good one to start on because I feel like... Putting that positivity out there, a <laughs> couple of negatives, you're trying to hang yourself. And you're going to have no, to No, he's force... trying to shoot himself, shoot not hanging. <laughs> if you force it, maybe it'll happen. So I'm forcing you. You're to welcome. shoot himself? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Good. This is not that kind of podcast. You know where my guns are. Oh, well. No, no, no guns today. March. March for our lives. That's right. Us. There you go. I am going to march for my life right to the garage and get my gun for you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm oh, so oh, wow. No. <laughs> I, I don't think that's appropriate. That, it's an AR-15, right? No, I'm not top. She's, she's got a front door knife. Don't worry about <laughs> it. The guns. She's got Automatic a knife, knife. knife, too. She's got a I'm out in public knife. Yeah, but I, I shipped the Visalia. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, crap. <laughs> what are you grateful for? I am grateful for... I'm actually... I'm gonna, First, I'm going to steal this. I'm grateful Damn. for this... <laughs> group of people that we can come together from all over and have fun and talk and eat bur tacos. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that we have this opportunity and that Lisa and I met through this and my kids are ready to come over and jump on the trampoline again. So I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> the trampoline house. Oh. <laughs> that could be taken in many Not ways. Not the first right. time it's been said. <laughs> okay, Jim. <laughs> I'm not convinced of the Australian accent. Could you step it up? Here's the thing. I did say feel free free. to. I was going to make you do it, but then I realized my accents are shitty, and I don't want to feel free to do any of that. That's the pleasure. We can make fun of you. That is a pleasure. Isn't that it? was my impression of a tourist in Australia. Mm. Okay. I was good. Very That's good. good. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe Thank even you. a therapist yeah. from America. Yes. The Americas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, Ray, what are you grateful for? Oh, I thought we were getting each of our own. Oh, you oh, will. Oh, you will. Oh, but right. we have to all go around. All right. Let's see. Uh, I'm grateful I'm not dead yet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That is All right, awesome. that was horrible, no, no, I admit, but I gave it, it a shot. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about the 
accent. I'm like, Ray's talking very weird. (laughs) Do we need to call somebody? He's really grateful for this having a stroke. (laughs) He's lost it. I'm playing the game correctly. I'm sorry. I think I sit on my mimosa and I pointed at Jen, which is really good. Can you hear her pointing at me while drinking? All right, Jen. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for Allison Rosen's podcast so that we could all come together and meet each other and probably wouldn't have happened otherwise. So that's what I'm grateful for. Mate. Very nice, mate. I, I just did mine those here. Good job. Good. All right, Becky. Okay, I spent a week in Australia, and I'm not even going to attempt to do it. But I am going to say that when they were talking about the added R sound to the O, they were right. They nailed it. But yes. I can't replicate it, so no. it's not going to happen. But I am also thankful to Lisa for opening up her Aww. home and letting us do this, and personally thankful that I am able to take a weekend now and then to do something a little crazy. This is a little crazy, you have to admit. It really is. Yeah, you but really I'm, I'm glad I'm take in a, a position step back. In if I can do that. That's very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Way to go, Mike. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's nice. nice. Trace, what the uh, fuck are you grateful for? Nothing. Uh-huh. Um, no, I sort of on a similar note. So I was, yesterday, me and Lisa were talking, we talked a lot about Jack in the Box, more <laughs> more so than most people. Well, I, orig- really? I originated from Jack yeah, in the Box. So. Her origin story is that her parents met that Jack in the Correct. Box. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I worked there <laughs> when you I was younger. conceived there? Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. The walk-in fridge is really big. Based on the <laughs> uniforms that my mom told me about, maybe. <laughs> no, but when I was younger and working at Jack in the Box, I couldn't afford to, you know, take a weekend off and fly down to LA to hang out with people. So I'm thankful for a little more flexibility in my life with a maybe a little a few extra dollars and a better job and that sort of thing that allows me to hang out with people who I actually like and not listen to drunk people on, on the drive-thru speaker at two in the morning. That, but those tacos nice. are the bomb. Oh my God, that's what we had. <laughs> those tacos are garbage. They are They're garbage. not tacos. Because they're not tacos. You have <laughs> to look at true. them as it's something else. It's not real meat. It's its right. own It's its own food, food group. That's, that's right. right. They're gross. Everything about them should be gross, but they're delicious. They're amazing. Mate. Mate. <laughs> They're farking great. I added an R for no oh, reason. Farkin. 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 If you want to up the uh, reali- reality quotient for the Aussie accent, McDonald's is called Mackey's there. So just so you know, if you want to throw that in there. I don't know how I'd fit that into what I'm grateful for. <laughs> You're not grateful for Mackey's? Um, <laughs> I'm grateful. Okay, I'm going to keep it Allison themed. I'm grateful for the people that post on the Facebook page about stuff. Top commenter Leanne, I'm looking at you, baby. Because she sent out a post about the pre-order stuff and like some of like I just am not as active on social media lately but I do always look at the notifications that come up for Facebook for this group and I'm not a participator for the most part but I'm grateful that people are participating and keeping me abreast of, <laughs> oh, okay. I'll keep you abreast keep, keeping me abreast you didn't even shake your head at me John, so I, I didn't feel like a chance to before you pointed at me mate keeping me abreast of <laughs> We're getting into Cockney Anyways, <laughs> but, do South African too if you <laughs> do so want to choose. That's not whatever. So, and by the way, yeah. on the way here, I literally asked Raphael since he's such a negative person all the time, especially in traffic. This is especially why I did this, by the way. <laughs> especially in traffic. I was like, Rafi, tell me what you're grateful for. And he's like, you did? And, and he, yeah. And he would, and he had nothing. 
So this will be good. I think I said no thanks. Yeah, maybe. Um, but on that note, I am grateful for all the people that I met through Allison's podcast. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. I was talking to Lisa about this probably on the Monday episode. I don't even remember. I mean, when we were recording right. the ha- first half of this. Also grateful for AR-15s. Allison Rosen, Jeez. 15 <laughs> second clips. I don't know. Don't bring banana years. clips edit, into Edit either. that out. <laughs> And also grateful for the game, Knifey Spoonie. You, by the way, I've played accent games with and are very good at them. So maybe maybe a whole sentence. <laughs> for the listener, Lisa was doing a witch from the 1300s. <laughs> That's not a potion. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh. So, Rafi, that's what you're grateful for then? Knifey Spoonie, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I, you know, I don't want to know. I'll, I'll yeah. show you later. <laughs> I'm grateful wow. that I hopefully will never have to do that accent again. I'm not going to. But I am grateful for, for all of you, obviously, to coming here is huge. And Allison and all the people I've met through Allison. I'm grateful for being carded at Trader Joe's this week. Oh, hallelujah. I'm grateful for when I turn on the water in the shower, it's hot water. And when I turn on my car, it starts. I've had probably close to eight beers in the few days that I've been here and I haven't been carded once. So what does that tell you, Lisa? Tell him to go fuck okay, himself. What my husband would say is, oh, he just wants to fuck you. Not you. Well, no one wants to fuck you, Raffi. Sorry. No, I mean that not you, but that's... the person carding me, that's what he would say. He doesn't think anything, he would always be like, he's the negative. Na- I need to bring the grateful to the table here is what I need to do. You literally just did. I know, but he's yeah. not here, so... Mm. Oh, he's going to be listening to this, so hey, babe. Oh, we love you. <laughs> oh, he is. Okay. Got it. Noted. Sorry. Noted. Oh, they said no tit. I'm like, what was going to happen? Wow. <laughs> uh, keep drinking. <laughs> okay. Maybe waters. Noted. Okay. Got it. Enunciated. Aww. Got it. Okay. Next, Ray, would you like to take a... Raimundo, por favor. Is this going to be your sweatiest episode also? <laughs> it is. Sweaty mayonnaise over there. <laughs> <laughs> my eyebrows are going to start melting off my face. <laughs> you just have one like you're like... <laughs> oh my God, I've gotten that drunk before. Where it's like, what? Are you mad? Why are you making that happening? face at me? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Okay, God. Um, <laughs> Allie Ward seems to think there oh. might be some fun things to stick up her butt. Do you agree? And what do you think she would consider fun to put up there? <laughs> I don't agree, and personally. And I, I can only guess something ology might be up there. <laughs> Possibly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss, to be honest. And we don't necessarily have to go around for this one if you don't want to. But if anyone wants to figure out what she might put up her butt for fun. Can I just say that the um, banana clip reference oh. really came out of nowhere. Like, that was such a stretch. And then stretch Literally. just sounds bad. <laughs> banana clip, both of those, for many reasons, mm. was very weird. It was such a strange yeah. placement for, the, for Again. that. Very strange placement. Oddly specific. (laughs) Yes. She also was very excited about putting things up her butt or the idea of it. Trace, do you have any Wow, why'd you go to Trace? I don't know. Just randomly. I I don't. We talked about this. (laughs) Oh, God. No, I just, uh, it's, no pun intended, it stuck out to me when I was listening (laughs) to the show. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a 
pretty solid endorsement of butt stuff by Ali Ward, which is fine. Just uh, oh, it's was, not that there's anything wrong no. with that. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> so we might have a taker. So let's see, Becky. What do you think she would she would think would be fun to put up her butt? Who was it that came up with the uh, banana, banana clip? But oh, I have to say, it was pretty funny when Dave jumped in. Like, what were we talking about? He's <laughs> 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 like, "You've got my interest now." <laughs> so he's one of those. Yeah. Okay, I know those guys. All right, aren't they all? Well, mm. <laughs> there's okay. males who may or may not be. So let's not <laughs> judge. What's going on? Nothing. Uh, who has the tiger head, Jen? I just want to say that oh. when oh, I sorry. when sorry, I came you over, get on the mic with the, the butt, butt stuff. <laughs> no, well, that's his specialty. And the I thing know. He's most passionate and I feel about defending. Like he was chomping at the pit, but also can, quiet at the same time. Can, can we get that drop though? When I came over, Lisa was like, "Oh, I haven't even listened to the Thursday show yet," and then she's like, "Oh, I'm going to be like struggling to pick topics for the what turned out to be the topic tiger." And yeah, clearly you were reaching to the bottom of the barrel for that one. Well, reaching where? Yeah, I think I, you could have picked a better euphemism I, there. I reached. Well, Trice Just brought it up. You dug deep. You I dug deep. It. Honestly, it wasn't in the go. mix because I kind of forgot about it. And then when Trice brought it up, I'm like, that's going to be a good topic to talk about. Mm. But I will say that you should not kink shame anyone. And if you enjoy putting things up your butt, uh, just make sure it's not a spiral pasta. <laughs> well, you need to talk about that a little bell. bit more. Because it would be fusilli. <laughs> it, it was a million to one shot, Doc. A million to one. one. It's always Seinfeld. I, I yes. figured it. All right. Much. I know. We're like one and a half trick pony over here. That could be. <laughs> I love Lucy. You know. Yeah, that's the other half. Oh, that's a half. That's a full. <laughs> Fuck, sorry. <laughs> I guess it depends on the that. day. You're right. You're right. Uh, the question that I picked out of the tiger head. What do you think about Daniel telling Allison how to compartmentalize her feelings regarding Elliot crying? So it was during the show, right? Or was she, or she was saying, like, before no, the show. A private conversation. No, I mean putting Elliot to bed. Was that yes. during the show or before And he was just show? telling her, you know, you shouldn't feel that way. Like, he's telling her how to feel, basically. Oh. Uh, I mean, I think I get where he's coming from. Like, like he's not to... crying this way. He's crying that way. So this is how you should react. Right. I think that's a very non-maternal <clears throat> thing to say. Because, I mean, men can have maternal feelings. I know there's a whole gender thing there. But I think that's, it's different. Uh, your head and your heart, two different things. And probably as you get more children, you're easier. You're more able to do that. But coming from him, I don't, I don't know if it was helpful or not. But, I mean, it doesn't mean it wasn't true. But that doesn't mean that's an easy thing to do either. Right. So. It's easy to say, but to do that, especially telling a mom that. Because your mom instinct, when you hear crying, is like you immediately get stressed and you're like, right. hot. And you're like, I just need to fix the situation. Right. No matter what it's from. Right. So I think there's something to the idea that there's different cries for different reasons. But I also think, and the counselors in the room can stop me <laughs> if I'm wrong, but I had a counselor tell me once that men, there's a gender difference in the ability to be able to compartmentalize like that. And women don't have necessarily the same wiring to be able to do that. So it wasn't a big surprise to me to hear him say that. But I also feel like I can tell different cries from my stepkids. Like I can tell if they're hurt right. or if they're angry or if they're just really pissed off and trying to get our attention. Like mm -hmm. I can tell the difference. And I feel like my husband is oblivious to any sound because he usually has earplugs in at night. So <laughs> I can tell the difference 
difference, but I just feel like no matter what, I want to solve the problem as a mom. It's not going to just go away. You can't just turn off your feelings and be like, well, now I'm not a mom. I'm going to go record my show. I was telling Rafi about this the other night because I had I had this issue, especially because re- we usually record at night. So I'm usually like dinner, homework, and my kids aren't used to me doing anything for myself. So it used to be tears for a while before I go out to uh-huh. record. So it was just kind of like to get into that mindset to be able to, to record. It was hard. So I relate to Allison mm-hmm. and I feel like timing might be an issue. Like if she did it at a different time, it might be better. Right. I just think that other people can't. That's the other thing. Is there anything you wanted to say about Because, <laughs> you know. I think maybe it's just the way he said it that kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. felt that way. Maybe it would have been more helpful if he said, I'm totally getting counselor mode here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know it's hard to hear it, but he's okay. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. That never worked on my husband when I tried that. Because <laughs> he he was the want to fix it. And right. I'm like, yeah. she's just trying to get your attention. Right. I can yeah. tell. She's not right. hurt. And it is. <laughs> yeah. Kids are manipulative. Yes. yes. Oh, he hated that word when I used it. He was so angry. So, but you're right. They are. Yeah. And I try to, sorry, sidetrack, but I tried to frame it in, no, it's okay. Developmentally, they're supposed to learn how to manipulate the things that are going on in their world. This is what they do. But he totally looked at it from all women are manipulative and that word has a negative oh, com- okay. connotation and how dare you call my daughter that and I'm like but this is a developmental phase this yeah. is this is normal but I also have the feeling of I always put my kids to bed so there's always a mm-hmm. that moment that is taken away after they're used to me doing it all the time so then just dealing with the tears is like okay I want to solve the problem I don't want to leave it's like right. being in a fight with anybody you don't want to go to bed angry which I do all the time it's fine <laughs> it's totally fine it's fine it's it fine. is no I always say okay good it's okay to go to bed angry. Okay, good. is it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Can we okay. talk later? Because <laughs> <laughs> she likes to be put to bed angry. Well, that might be No, I, I thought you were not supposed to go to bed angry, but I disagree that's a with thing. that personally. Because okay. I feel like you're forcing a conversation right. that maybe you're not ready to talk about. Right. Right. But any, but with the kids, I don't like to leave things. I don't want them to go to bed sad and have them not have the situation figured out. Where it's like, mom needs to do these things for the, herself, and you need to figure that out in like five seconds. Because I'm leaving. Yeah, but in the morning when they wake up, right? Yeah, just it's fine. all forgotten. Yeah. All right. Oh. I had to take another sip. A snother snip. Did you have something snip to say, away. Trice? I don't have kids, so n- no. That you know of? Okay. Oh, I thought you were raising wow. your hand. Nope. Sorry. Just gesticulating wildly. He's For the listener, I'm gesticulating wildly. wildly. Goose stepping or gesticulating. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just, you're getting a nod. You're getting Ladies nope. and gentlemen, nope. Lisa Lowry. <laughs> Well, I'm not the only one who's accidental racist because Allie Ward and her googing it or whatever, I was like, yes, I'm also accidentally racist. (laughs) Oh, you asshole. (laughs) And then Colonel Jeff said a little nip. I'm like, I got in trouble for that. And I was talking about alcohol, but okay. Anyway, go. So this one's perfect for me. So this is Huntsberger, quote, Kramered his girlfriend in the car by outsmarting the gas gauge. How would you have reacted to this? And I listened to this the day after. I do, first of all, I do this all the time. I always drive with the uh, gas light on and mm-hmm. it drives my husband insane. I live 16, uh, between 11 and 16 miles from my job, but it can take an hour and a, an hour to get home in traffic. And I went to work with the gas light on and did the whole way home with it still on the other day, right? And then this conversation happened the next day and I was like, huh, my whole attitude when I did it is if I run out, I run out. What are you going to do? <laughs> so I was, I was really living, living in this moment, this particular moment. I was moment. Gonna I was, say you were really living is what you... I really was. I really wanted to get to a uh, less expensive gas station and that one not near my house was another 10 miles beyond my house. You're a hero. I was. A true hero. And a martyr. So I thought this... (laughs) 
I, I think that the sentiment of the if it's going to happen, it's going to happen is actually it takes some maturity and a little bit of life experience mm-hmm. to be able to get there. Right. But it's nice to be there. I having had run out of gas many times in my life and it's not a fun party <laughs> um, back before these newfangled cell phones <laughs> where you just had to walk and buy a little thing and a little thing, a gas tank, a gas can can oh my God. A, whole tank, huh? um, a whole fucking tank <laughs> That's way back in the day. <laughs> Have a new tank. Get a whole new car. Just get the car. It's expensive when you run out of gas. But also being in a car where I'm like literally can't breathe because I'm afraid it's going to run out of gas and we're in the middle of the desert and there's nowhere to get gas for miles. But David Huntsberger had it down to a science. That's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would trust him. Like, okay, you're going to get us there. Cool. I'll be, I was going to say something not, not good. I'll look at you and I'll just say, I'll be on my phone. Like, we'll listen to music. We'll have some fun and just forget about and it. And if it runs out, it runs out. And now we have cell phones and you can call someone and they'll come and rescue well, you. Well, he exactly. was so sure of his math. I'd have been like, all right, let's see if you're right. And if you're not, Ooh, I like that. You. That is something I do whenever I get a new car. For like the first two months, I drive around and I track how many miles I get because then I like I write it in a notepad and like my car Jeez. gets a whopping 17 miles per gallon, 18 if it's like all highway and I'm being super conservative, not being a douche on the road. Um, That's probably slim. <laughs> and then, yeah, I calculate how much douchebaggery uh, I put in and then I don't look at my notes. So, so I know, but I feel like the way his girlfriend could handle this is she could say, okay, we can go, but if we run out, I steer and you push. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. Or just you take care of all of it. Yeah. I'll just steer be sitting and push. here. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You walk your ass and get that whole gas tank. I've, <laughs> I've done that same calculation. Um, in the last two cars I had, it was when the light comes on, I got 80 miles. Oh, wow. wow. The car I have now confirmed it because the odometer changes to 80 and then 79, 78. It descends. Oh. So it's it's confirming that 80-mile thing. Mm-hmm. 80? I always thought it was like 30. Yeah, I had like I 30 in mine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What I worry about is emergencies. Recently, we had fire evacuation situation, oh, right. and everyone was descending down onto our local Cambridge. Mm-hmm. We couldn't move anywhere, and I was almost at the light. I'm like, this would be a good time to not be this way and mm-hmm. like just go to the gas station. But that being said, uh, we're never going to have an emergency. Fuck off. Yeah, it never happens. <laughs> not in Southern California. I'm going to be anti-Huntsburger here. Ooh. Uh, Sorry. I'll take my back my fuck off. I apologize. Yeah, I just yeah. like... Like Tourette's on you. <laughs> I, you know, you say it so often that I don't, I don't hear it anymore. It's like Charlie Brown's teacher. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's this whole show. Uh, but no, like that's uh, he was being weird. There are things that are okay to do when you're by yourself that are not. Hey, it's not a, it's, Whoa. yeah. Much, <laughs> Otherwise, it's weird when someone else is right next to you. Much like sex, don't do it with other people that you're making. No, that's what I was gonna say. If I was Huntsberger's girlfriend, you could have. Anyways, go ahead. Wow. Oh. Do yeah. something else what? fun mm. to pass uh, the time. <laughs> I, anyway, uh, <laughs> heavy shaking of head from. I what should, heavy shaking of head? We're done with this <laughs> topic. <laughs> You know, so when you're dragging someone else along, that's my eyebrow. Um, it's it's a little Sorry. irresponsible, or maybe just insensitive, to have someone sitting next to you worried that you're gonna run out of gas in the middle of the desert, even if you think it's fine. Had you been taking a trip alone, there wouldn't be a problem. Someone who was okay with it. it well, why didn't want to stop for gas? Why? I don't know. That's a good What's question. What's the big deal? Psychologically, he wants to fuck with her. I I disagree <laughs> with you, Trish, because into. it is science technically. 
Like, he knows. If he knows. Like, if he's done the math. Sure. Like, I know how far he can go. And if he knows that there's literally no danger. Like, it's like, next gas station, five miles. And he knows, like, we could go 50 miles. Where's the harm in that? Uh, he's being kind of a dick, but there's yes. there's <laughs> no danger for I'm that. I'm objecting to the dick part. Like I feel okay. like he's just a hair dickish in a lot of his opinions. Mm-hmm. And that not is... like Greg Heller. Like, not, which, in an endearing way. I, I love every minute of it. But, like, David Huntsberger has a little edge of, what's the word? Judge judgment on women a little bit thank you uh, there's yes, some yes. stuff from previous episodes yes. that i'm not going to get into oh good uh-oh uh-oh, uh-oh. 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 this uh just we want to strike a little nerve with maggie poo no, we definitely want to hear no maggie get in lead no, in i've had a beef oh. obviously obviously poor timing to pull the microphone away from a black man to mention <laughs> well you are a woman that so it pisses I mean, I me know. off and he's like well because of my skin tone i don't get certain gigs anymore it's like yeah people want to bring diversity to media so he shut said, the fuck up i don't remember when he said that he said it like twice i when was Allie just... Ward is like i'm a woman and i can't do these, these things he says well i was told i don't get hired because of my skin tone I just thought it was insensitive. I was like, yeah. And I go into the Target and I put my hoodie on and I pretend to see how long it's going to take. And I'm like, what? No, you can't pretend to be a woman and think, I got away with it. You're white. <laughs> People who aren't white don't do that. Like, oh, I'm going to play around pretend like I'm going to steal something. Yeah. Yeah. You just look like me and steal stuff. I don't stuff. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah. Can, what, can he, I bring it down? It's a woman thing, too. He Women that wear makeup, and he kind of, like, attacks that a little bit, too. Really? Yeah. Gosh, I've never picked up on any of this. Leanne, yeah. are you listening? Wow. She is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she came through my head. <laughs> Taking it back to the whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I am. I apologize, but this did just actually hit a nerve for me, which is that recently I had a very real scare with the possibility of having an aneurysm, a brain aneurysm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. And in the time between my doctor said that and the scan, <laughs> there was a lot of time to think about the possibility that I could collapse and die at any moment. Oh my God. And it was really scary. But I actually came to this level of, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And what are you going to do? There is nothing. What am I going to do? Like, like bubble wrap myself and walk around and hope that nothing bad happens. So by the way, the skin was clear, but it really kind of got you in that moment of life is short for people. And sometimes you can't stop things. But I mean, it was a, there was a note written to my husband that says, if you have to call 911, here's the things they need to know that we've been experiencing and just realize I'm probably not going to make it (laughs) if that's what it is. Well, if it was a brain aneurysm, right? Right. That's like quick that it's, it happens fast, but that level of acceptance of just got to go with it. This is going to be what it's going to be. So everything, everyone's life, you never know what's going to happen. So a it's gas, not quite as much of the gas tank. Yeah, I mean, but a no, bit. but a gas tank compared to an aneurysm, you're right. That's really like nothing. A gas tank. It it's is like it's just a gas tank. That's right. I mean, it's a frustrating day if it you is. run out of gas. It's a shitty day. It's a real but shitty you can get day. Out of it. <laughs> but you're still alive, right? And that's cool. Yeah, but, <laughs> Lisa but indifferent on to whether or not. Literally, I had this thought the other day. And I'm like, it'd be really cool if I just dropped dead. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. not, not, not to your kids. Way. Not to your kids. Right, that's right. the one it's thing the that's keeping behind. me alive. Yeah, but just to touch <laughs> on the Huntsberger thing one more time. He no. wants to touch Huntsberger mm-hmm. one more time. Mm-hmm. Just one Huntsberger's more time. junk. Mm-hmm. No, it seems like a little bit of a maybe an overreaction to anxiety. Like he was mm. on some level, he's freaking out or has freaked out about not having gas or being OCD about something or needing to check. So for his own sake, he's fighting against that impulse. But it's eh, get gas when you when you need gas. <laughs> right. It is just as simple as that. Really. Right. When I was younger, I was really good about not letting the needle go below quarter tank because I heard it was so bad for your car. And then somehow mm-hmm. in the last 15 years, I've just thrown that all away. Like, I don't and give I a shit anymore. And I always had old cars, so a lot of times mm-hmm. the gas gauge didn't work. So mm-hmm. I would just Danger. always mm-hmm. stop and get gas. And then, you know, sometimes I miss 
gauged it. Are you petting Chloe over here? I'm she trying to keep her in place, so I'm oh, trying to keep her in pl- keep, keep her, her pla- placated. She knows where she knows her place. He's keeping the woman down. Uh, <laughs> cancer. Keeping those bitches down. Be running away. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when did I Elaine you in Texas? What was it about? Oh, uh, we remember? were talking about what were we talking I about? Know, but, but I just I know we were in the same so booth. Hard. And then she was like, "Get out." <laughs> 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 Like, we were both so hungry too. I was like, oh, you're probably like, oh, I can't recover. <laughs> All right, who's next? Trace? You got the tiger head? Dig into the tiger head? I don't know. That's not even. Trace of the tiger? I don't know. Trace of the tiger? I don't okay. agree with that at all. Toxic positivity, <laughs> comma. Do you think it is healthy to pick and choose your thoughts? Question mark. Is it serenity now, uh, comma, insanity later? Question mark. <laughs> Sorry. For Maybe the listener, the whole time me. Lisa was hitting me, like, listen to what wait I wrote. For it, wait for it, wait for it. Listen to this, Jim. Is, is there kidding? a Seinfeld reference on each piece of paper? No, just two. Oh, God, I hope so. I was going to put make this into a Seinfeld reference on each one. Seinfeld reference? Really? Have another sip. Oh. No tip. Look at how much I... Mm, okay. I'm out uh, of beer. Hold on. So, yeah. as far as toxic positivity goes, there's... I would defer to our counselor here, but there are people who are positive and there are people who are positive because they are trying to deal with something and it's easier to just be super amped up and positive as opposed to actually maybe dealing with their own negative feelings. Uh, there may have recently been a Monday guest who broke people's fingers who's had a little bit of that going on. Um, so uh, positivity is good, except when it isn't. I don't know. Sorry, I got a DM from Allison. Hold on. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Stop the presses. What does you. it say? She wants my email address. Hold For on. the listener, Lisa is lying about getting a deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Allison Rosen with two L's. It's some random. Allison. Allison. That's how I see it. We're going to substitute the real Allison with this fake. Let's see if Lisa notices. <laughs> it's just Allison's sister. Okay. I, yeah. Well, you're responding to a DM from Allison. You do Buddhist stuff, right? Yes. Have you ever heard of RAIN, the acronym? Mm-mm, no. Recognize, allow, investigate, non-judgment. That's just what I thought of during this, because that's kind of my jam. It's yeah. like, rec- you can be in a moment, I've started to get pretty good at this, where it's like, okay, I'm recognizing I'm fucking angry, yeah. because Raphael oh, is, picking, is picking a fight with me, oh. but then I'm like, ooh, why is that? Mm-hmm. And then I start to look at my own shit, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting triggered because of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And and you or no I'm sorry so I, I jumped to I so you recognize you allow you're like and you're just like ooh anger yeah I'm fucking angry that's for sure you just like let yourself feel the feeling which is what toxic positivity doesn't allow for right and then you investigate and you think about it obviously you can't do this amidst a bunch of chaos mm-hmm. I'm lucky I live alone and I'm childless and single because I have <laughs> the time to do this kind of self care bullshit mm-hmm. that helps me out but anyways investigate it and then non judgment is just basically like yeah um billion humans feel this way right and it's not the end of the world i'm not gonna die from it but but i saw it i recognized it and just know that this is a part of me and it doesn't mean i'm alone or bad or whatever i'm a human so it's non-judgment of yourself of yourself and the feelings that you're having i like that that's it's good buddhist advice not to be confused with rain the rape and incest national network (laughs) my god of course you know that of course you know that um, I do listen to Bulgarian. Duh. Well, I was going to say, that's basically like self-awareness. Right. Right. So that's what they teach us in counseling, too, right. is self-awareness. So two things. Yeah. First, there's always time for self-care bullshit. Mm-hmm. And second, I think 
that it's okay to not be positive all the time. Like there's this mindset that people have that you have to be positive to be happy right. or to live or to survive. But is it okay to happens. be negative all the time? <laughs> no, Please no. Say yes. <laughs> but I, I think too, they were reading her trainer, the riot act, but she only dealt with him in this one particular situation where, yeah, don't be negative. It's like, I can't live the way or I can't do this or I'm not good enough or I can't, you know, my body this, my body that. He's trying to bring her to a place where he, she, she can achieve her goals. And her goals in that area is something that's not toxic. It's like she wants to be healthier and she wants to improve herself. So I don't know. I, don't, I think it was a little harsh on the trainer talk. And I like Tony Robbins. And he, I have you seen a, the documentary? I saw the documentary. I didn't love him in the documentary, yeah. but I yeah. read a 600 page book about investing and money management mm-hmm. by him. And I'm like, holy shit, when I have the money to invest, right. which I do not, I know how to. to sell. And I know how to diversify my portfolio. I know right. to get a IRA Roth fund, index funds, get index Whoa. funds. It's just smarter um, versus all the money you waste. It's, it seems like a small percentage that a money manager gets, but it actually adds up in the end. IRA Roth funds are taxed at the beginning, not at the end, and taxes only go up. Tony Robbins. Hashtag Tony Robbins. But hey, Thank you. I'm I, going to check that out. I get hit, but I like him. I don't like, but I do see how people could see him that way, it's, right. but it's just it's like, well, that's his gig. Like, mm-hmm. And, and he, if you listen to him talk, he does acknowledge that like pain exists. He just doesn't mm-hmm. feel it. He well, I'm just kidding. I know really not <laughs> I, much I about him, but it, it turned. He turned into something he didn't mean to turn into, right? That's why he doesn't want to be called a motivational speaker, right? Yeah, like people expect a lot from him. I think from the little that I've known about him. Yeah, I think there's like a cheesiness factor where people just don't want to be associated with that term anymore. But anywho. Me and Megan were talking about this a little earlier that I also felt that she was a little harsh on her former trainer, Tom. I still have her episode and the two Daniel episodes on my phone because I thought what he was preaching to them was good. Now, 100% positivity, which I think he kind of does live that life, is very bad and uh, I would not be able to do even like 10% positivity <laughs> but overall I think that what percentage w- do you think you can do mm-hmm. oh, God. that's a lot yeah, that's, better than that's one. not bad yeah. you went from better zero to one. two yeah there you go so See, it's, it's already it's next constantly year changing. you're welcome but In yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> what he was trying to do is better her. And that's kind of what she was paying him to do. Right. Like if she was like, I can't do this. And he'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> what is right. she getting out of that? Right. True. That's very true. So I think with time, things have changed, but I feel like in the beginning, she she was uh, doing very well, and that was all because of him. And I think it's a good happy medium between you can have negativity or feel it, not just yell at it to go away. You have to deal with things. It's not serenity now, right? <laughs> Basically. I, that doesn't work. You have to do hoochie mama. <laughs> Seinfeld hoochie references? mama. <laughs> but I mean... You ha- there's a happy medium. It's not all one or the other. I feel like there's a middle ground that needs to be embraced and learned. And I think uh, not knowing anything about exercise or personal training or caring. Oh, I thought this was a training podcast. Yeah, we're all this is a, oh, shit. Now a CrossFit podcast. Doing 12 we- oh ounce curls all day, baby. This is I- my positive self care bullshit right now. I just so. host the uh, CrossFat podcast. Actually, <laughs> ah, so. One letter off. You know what? That's a good name for a podcast. 
done. Um, <laughs> we also started pillow talk last. Was it last night? Yeah, we've got a few. You've got this the equipment. You didn't sleep. Yeah, hey, man. has to start like a talk radio <laughs> show or multiple other just, podcasts. I like CrossFit, and I think we should do that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> maybe combine it with pillow talk. So when Trice is talking, we're just like, yeah. bullshit, bullshit, yeah. cross fat. It's fine. Fat pillow. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's what you call casual racism. It's okay. It's not like out loud. Like, That's my kind of racism. You know what I mean? That's something you can bring with you every day. It's casual. <laughs> I keep it cash. Yes, cash. you do. Uh, yeah. Overly familiar in some ways. <laughs> um, no, but with exercise, because there's so much, it's not like Allison is super rational necessarily with as, as far as her self-image goes and all that. So I think sometimes personal trainers and just gym people in general are extra positive and high energy just to sort of break through people's own sort of maybe unnecessary negative self-concepts or lack of motivation to do something, even though they... They're there because they want to do it. So I wouldn't I wouldn't beat up Tom, I think was a personal trainer's name. I wouldn't beat him up too bad, but also I don't work with him, so I don't know. She probably should have embraced it a little bit more and gave it a gave it a shot. Well didn't Daniel say that it was like he was paying him to be his friend because he was kind of getting overly friendly. Mm. Tom does have boundary issues, I gotta tell you. Uh, oh, do you know like. Tom? Yeah, I was gonna say. No, but I was another podcast that he was on, and he gets very, I mean, it's a professional gig, and he gets very emotional with them in a way that's like, you're my, you you know, you're my friend, we're so close, it's been blah, 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 but it's like the relationship is It's a circle jerk. Got it. Mm. Wow. What? (laughs) I didn't even give you a chance to (laughs) shake your head at me. I've had trainers in the past, and I, I mean, really, I was paying them to make sure that I got up and did my workout, and that was it. I don't think I needed any emotional caretaking maybe I she just, just needs to find to a different out. one maybe someone with a podcast no someone by the just way a trainer allison's book is number one in aerobics yeah <laughs> and cosmetics <laughs> and something else oh, people still do aerobics or is it jazzercise what is the 80s thing i don't think it's jazzercise anymore <laughs> that's what it is for me friday jazzercise that's our next podcast who's got the tiger cross fat after cross fat stay tuned for jazzercise it's a lot of 80s Never workouts. That, Hand me the tiger head. You don't get up, 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 up. Oh! oh Marty Marty. She picked person. one and put, put it back. Scones, fuck yes or fuck off. Ooh, round table. With coffee? Mm. I mean, I don't know. I think I agreed with everything that was the defense of scones. If you get a nice coarse sugar coating on it and it's super crispy and then you break it open and then am I wrong? No, you're not. Oh, and then a moist inner core. Oh, she said moist (laughs) and inner core. She likes moist inner cores. Stay tuned for the episode name, (laughs) Moist Inner Core. Ah, Right after death (laughs) time. Right. On the nose or the button or the jelly bean. Wow. Do we have an HR on staff at the <laughs> fan cast? Please. Anyways. Uh, it's going to get worse. You might want to close The question is simple. I'm going to keep it simple. Scones, fuck yes. Oh, okay. Oh, you like, wait, you the like pressure. dusty Mexican treats, so what do you think, Rafi? That's true. The first and only time I've ever had a scone was just recently in, in uh, San Francisco when we went to brunch. And I wanted to be like, scones, whatever. But I ate all of them that were in the basket. And Okay, first of all, were you just hung over and really like wanting food? Did you eat it with something? You're leading two the witness questions. here. I have two yeah, questions. You are leading the are they scones but on their own is what I want to know. I'm I'm a monster. 
I will eat anything. Okay, so if your opinion. it's like get that mildly matters decent. not at all. <laughs> but I think I really like them. But then again, I haven't had them since. So I mean, how much did you I have them with really anything like else? Or just no, they were just straight okay. up plain, and they also had black currants, if you recall. Okay, did you have lemon curd? No, nothing? stop, no. Lisa. Sorry, stop. I'm just curious. <laughs> I Only because I have Anna left. I don't I understand the difference between a scone and a buttermilk biscuit because I've made scones and I've made buttermilk biscuits, and they both were exactly the same thing. They're very similar, except for biscuits are better. Yes. Oh <laughs> and a sc- anything with coffee is good. Mm-mm. A hand job with coffee is quite fabulous. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. <laughs> coffee is You'll burn yourself pretty easily. Uh, lawsuit. Lawsuit. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you, I, mm, nope. Nope. <laughs> Who's holding the coffee? <laughs> I have two hands. Okay. Anyhow, I think scones are overrated, and there's a hundred other things better than scones, and cheesecake can fuck right off, and scones can oh fuck right goodness. off. There's a hundred things better. No one's saying there isn't a hundred things better. I would better. like a donut. But thank you. <laughs> if I saw the donut, I mean the scone, I would say, that's nice, but I wish it was a donut. What else do you say that about? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this, buddy? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'd say there's good scones and bad scones. Yeah, true. And the Starbucks scones, the vanilla bean they're ones, not scones. they're not. But and they're delicious. Yes. My son got them. That used to be his thing until there was hair baked into them. Oh. And now, guess what we don't get is scones. But I've made them. They're biscuity. They're dense. They're dusty. There's better pastries out there. Scones. Fuck yes. <laughs> Yeah, you a, missed the hand job reference. You were totally gone for that reference. Coffee. There's no reference. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that was a novel idea. <laughs> novel. Well, at least you're on my side. Okay. At, the, at the state yeah. fair, where I'm in Washington, at the state fair, the the line for scones is next to the, the hand jobs line <laughs> <laughs> and Starbucks. Yes. It goes it goes on for miles, and I, you know, my first time at the fair got one, and I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" I mean, I wasted an hour of yeah. my life for something. I'm like, I really could have made a buttermilk biscuit and been fine and mm-hmm, saved myself mm-hmm. ten dollars. And so. if you have to put curd or anything else on it, yeah, to make it better, yeah, yeah, no, right. I think a lot of people have been burnt by bad scone experiences. <laughs> Lisa, I'm looking in your direction. All scones are not created equal. No, um, I will. Apparently, I'm judgmental. I mean, I don't think it was the scone that burned her i think it was the hot coffee during- <laughs> they were both surprisingly dry uh, but um, i pride myself sir <laughs> okay okay but I, I will concur about being in san francisco at Sketchfest. those were those were good scones those were good scones. I had butter on them. I didn't just butter. eat them straight. Butter but- on <laughs> yeah, you- anything is good. <laughs> you enjoyed the Sorry, butter. It no. wasn't the scone. <laughs> Things have spun wildly out of control. Also, she was like waving her hands like she was in orchestra during right? the conducting the butter show, by the way. Oh. Anyway, scones, pretty good. I do like biscuits better. But yeah. a good scone is good. If you've only had bad scones, I understand your point of view. That was me until like two months ago. But if it's free, I'll eat it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but if it's anything else to choose from, I'm not going to choose it on purpose. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, oh, wait. We need someone else that agrees with me on Mike. Back uh, to your sugar crystal oh. scones. I w- scones are good. But yeah, I mean, if you go to Starbucks and there's like a chocolate filled croissant, get the chocolate filled croissant. Definitely. Yeah. Ray? But scones aren't bad. <laughs> No, they're bad. Yeah, what are we saying? Um, Bitch, please. (laughs) No, I changed it to... What did I change it to? Fuck Fuck off. off. (laughs) Fuck fuck yes or fuck off. (laughs) 
I okay. can't like completely I'll, I'll, I'll just say steal from fuck off across hey, the board. I've, I've had matter, one guys. that was tolerable. Like a, there was like a <laughs> tolerable a blueberry one, <laughs> sugar coated, and it was you know not bad. But if that's the best they get, fuck them. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, you know, as, on a personal note, I just don't like anything doughy. I don't like biscuits that much. I don't like dumplings. <laughs> All right, where's I don't your like mic so I can turn it off? Hold on. That crap. <laughs> so sorry, but that's just one guy's opinion. Thanks. And Joanna, I feel like I did cut you off because I went on a, a hairy <laughs> scone tirade. But if you had any more to say to back up these dusty biscuit things that are considered food. I don't think I can follow your hairy tirade. <laughs> <laughs> can, can anyone really follow that? Another good podcast name, by the way, Harry Tirade. <laughs> your Harry Lisa's Harry oh, Tirade. Shit. Oh, there's names yes. connected. So I realized I put part of my eyebrow on this page. Did I? No. Okay. Good. Okay. As far as you know, it's little. Let's push the bags on all brother. All right, who has a tiger head? I do, and I just want to say that you should insert the uh, biscuit drop after. Oh, uh, oh Trice hell said yes! Whatever he said. <gasps> yes, Trice said whatever. Well, I haven't heard the biscuit. I drop once ate, or no, my dad once. Shit, what was it? Ate my, my sister's sister. biscuit on her <laughs> period. <laughs> we also talked about that last night. In, Never mind. In in depth, depth, I'm I'm this kind of energy gets me making sexual. You're welcome. Too. You're welcome. Do I'm you sorry. think? Oh shit! <laughs> no, you're welcome. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I the, I, no, I grabbed the wrong one. Sorry. There's uh, many. There's a wrong one. <laughs> yes. I've been told. Do you have a deleted tweet to share? And what do you think of the segment? When I was on her show, I made sure to include that segment because. Sorry, I put it back in the tiger. Because mm, I know mm, that. Mm, mm, mm. Don't put it back in. You put it right back in the tiger. You know you don't want to cross. No, no. Go. I I wanted to include that segment because it's a song that I love that we don't hear very often. And I'm glad that she's bringing it back every now and then. And every time she does now, it seems like it works out. But I have many a deleted tweet. Where do you find them? Uh, So go to Twitter and then pretend you're going to draft one. And then up there it'll say drafts. Okay. My only beef with this segment is it needs to be called drafted tweets. And not deleted tweets? No, Because you never deleted them. Right. They're safe. Okay. They're drafted. We're, we're arguing semantics. So let's think about drafted like sports related. You're a boy. Pretend. It's sporty. Draft. <laughs> I never <laughs> understood where you could see your deleted tweets. I thought you if can't. they were gone, they're gone. You draft them. So drafted tweets. You send them to drafts. So. I'm yeah. with you, Lisa. So, so it's like tweets that, that were you, written that you've never that you, sent. that you don't actually want to delete because you feel like it's so good. I, I maybe I'll send it. In, I didn't but I'm know never you, there to. was a repository for those. Also, okay, so it's just in in your drafts because I have quite a few. I'm going to run through them. Oh, I have a sweet one. But these aren't funny or anything. These are just thoughts I have. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot about um, this people with cracked phone screens should just kill themselves. <laughs> Were you speaking to yourself? No, uh, oh. we were at a concert and some girl had a cracked phone, and I'm like, "How dumb are you? Kill yourself." Um, how about this? <laughs> oh, wow. um, you gotta get my nephew right over there. Not to me this time. <laughs> gotta get my nephew's accordion and tuba lessons now, so they can play all the fire corridos. What I'm writing for when El Chapo gets out. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say when El Chapo gets elected. <laughs> Um, this is a fucking novel. <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to run through them quickly, but you're not no, helping. No, no, no. Pardon me. My idea of a healthy decision is a Coke without Hennessy. Shout out to Henny Loggins. Listening, that was funny. I just didn't want to interrupt you. I was I listening did. to a podcast <laughs> and I wrote, listening to Science Versus, quote, happy people tend to be optimistic, extroverts, and grateful. Fuck my life. And I'll end it there. 
Oh, what else is there? I have a lot of unsent JMOs because I think JMOs. Are I saved. That's where I saved my JMOs. I get so resentful that my good JMOs don't get read, and then I just give up. That's why I, I don't send them. I have given up for a while now. Okay, I'm gonna read my deleted tweet, and Alexa's on right now, so she might hear this. <laughs> Alexa, play George Harrison. It's a pity. I am sorry. I cannot find George Harrison. (laughs) First of all, it's called Isn't It a Pity? That's what I did wrong because I was drinking. She said, I'm sorry. I cannot find George Harrison in a pity. And I said, fuck you, Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, yesterday I told the A word to kill herself. She did not reply. No, she ignored me earlier as well. But Alexa will do fart noises. Fail. Alexa do failed. It. Alexa, everyone wants you to do it. Alexa, do fart noises. Sorry, I don't know that one. Alexa, Aww. Alexa, make fart noises. <laughs> <laughs> we should have put a mic over there. That is awesome. Should we try to see if Siri will do it? Can you grab it? That is amazing. Alexa, make fart noises. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a squeezer. Solid. All right, Becky. Delete this, this is from some time ago because I didn't even know I had drafts. Uh, JMO, feel conflicted heaping praise on new ARI YNBF Thursday show guests because I don't want to ever hurt Jenna Kim Jones' feelings. Aww, that's that sweet. sweet? Huh. Why didn't I send it? You still can. <laughs> I uh, do have some. Oh, there you oh, go. I'm a, that is a good song. I believe we have a delete. Like, it's an E, E, E. And I'm a Kanye, Ooh, I'm a Kanye West fan, so you know that, um, that I've got good taste. Who wants to sing it while uh, Joanna finds her deleted tweets? I have... One. Let's hear it. I have no idea why I was tweeting at Savannah Guthrie. Don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I was watching the Today Show. It's probably on maternity leave, and it just says at Savannah Guthrie, my new. What year? Doesn't say. Doesn't say. So mine are not exciting. Sorry. That's all it was. Is you were like tweeting at her and. And I said, my new. <laughs> Fill in the blank, everybody. <laughs> my new best friend is Allison Rosen. There you go. So who wants to sing the deleted tweet song? I'm not sure if I remember it. But I'll try. It starts with. Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. Not so sweet. Maybe that thought is incomplete. I think I'll bid a quick retreat. I believe we have a deleted tweet. I did not expect that from Trice. Who didn't turn down their phone? You knew every lyric. Oh, I think I, cl- I clinked my glass. Sorry. That is impressive. Cheers. I lost it after a while. Did I just pull the whole table? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Instead of, like, going up to the table, Lisa pulled the whole table to herself. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Sorry. I don't have any deleted tweets. It was two so words that were deleted. It's your turn to pick something out of the topic tiger. Oh, it's my turn? Oh, God. I didn't know I was going to do one. Of course you are. Left. Two. two. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to pull a Megan. Okay. She didn't like that one. Ooh. That one hits home for me. Uh, but it's... Mm. All right. All right. Do you think people rescue dogs just to be able to say they did? And do you believe all dogs are rescued? Uh huh. I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes to both. Yes. Um, just glossing right on. I am. I, as I said earlier, I told my dog, "Can you get a cat suit and be cool?" <laughs> I literally said that to him to, this week. And then I Can offered to take the dog home. Go get a cat suit and be cool. I'm going to rescue Georgie. It's a dog. I'm just sitting here. You're reading into something. All right. Let's get to something that Megan loves. David had a new character this week 
the night nurse. Allie called it blissfully uncomfortable. What is your favorite Huntsberger character and do you enjoy them? Oh. Wait, let me just say something. I'm seeing the piece of paper that this is written on. Yeah. And with all the like the different capitalizations here and it kind of looks like a ransom note the way that you it is. It. Actually, I cut these out of different fan <laughs> magazines of Allison. <laughs> Allison was portray- portrayed. <laughs> That would, been, that would have been funny if I could speak. Mm. You know what? I really like the turtle voice from David Huntsberger. Mm-hmm. Every one of his voices makes me laugh and I like them, but then the bits go on a little too far. Bits. I said bits instead of improv. Is that helpful? You're getting a little condescending. Oh, shit. Don't condescend me. For the least listener, uh, Megan dramatically removed her head. Oh, In defiance. Oh, yeah, rain. Also, rain. Right now, I realize you said you didn't care for him. So I was trying to like, like, hey, we're friends. Oh. Let's meet on this level. Realize. <laughs> Except. And she's like, <laughs> you, you're condescending. <laughs> all right. I like the turtle voice. I like all of his voices. The night nurse one, it was blissfully, what did I say? Awkward. Uncomfortable. uncomfortable yeah it made my stomach hurt in a way <laughs> that i wanted to like laugh and throw up much like that i'm not gonna say much like right. rafi does <laughs> she pointed right at rafi like she much was like. like pointing at me uh mu- much like the gif that you posted in the the thread oh. of that the guy that oh the kid yes where it, it makes me want to laugh so hard and throw up at the same time and that's the night nurse i could picture it and then when daniel said something about wearing shorty shorts i was like that's exactly probably what i already <laughs> oh, <laughs> pictured. okay i like his different characters and i did i do have a twitter account that was for was at sup turd that was just gonna be quotes and then i kind of like lost touch with it and then i changed it to what was his other the squirrel one pete the squirrel or pat the squirrel anyway pat i changed squirrel. it to pat squirrel but then i never tweeted from it so maybe i'll be night nurse now so I'll, i'd like to switch it with whatever david huntsberger is doing well we we had night nurse and we also had witch and we also had elf oh wait was it, it was squeezing the uh, milking the newt. Yeah, keep doing that milking with your fingers <laughs> please well milking the newt that was hysterical i'm sorry yeah serums no, i've gotten into serums pretty heavily lately shut it you've been milking newt high school <laughs> hmm. little do you know way before but and Allie actually had a has <laughs> <laughs> He's like, why did you? Next why did I sit next record, to you? <laughs> I won't be sitting next to Lisa. <laughs> Allie had uh, the cosmetology episode on, and she was talking about serums absorb into your face better than moisturizers. She had all these answers that Allison was asking, and she wasn't saying anything. So I'm like, mm. I think that she just kind of just cool measures just being cool. how much she wants to continue on with something. Like she lets Allison take the lead. Yes. Which I think is something Much that other people may not do. Unlike right. Wendy and... Right, but she chimed in on the glasses thing. You know, the colorblind glasses. That was right. pretty cool. Yeah, so. yeah and she went in depth on that. Cool. That yeah. was interesting. I was curious about... Is anyone here colorblind? My husband is. I am not. Okay. So I would like him to try those glasses. I am yeah. interested... I'm curious if people are interested that can't see colors that are... Do they care what they're missing out on or they're just like, we've lived without it? So no one here, they said one in 10, 12? One in 12 for guys. Colorblind, colorblind, colorblind. Unlike you, Lisa, I'm <laughs> colorblind. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I'm the only one who's colorblind. I'm going to have to stop you right there. <laughs> no, but if you were actually colorblind and then you could see colors like other people see them, wouldn't you think everything looks wrong? Like mm. wouldn't, if you were seeing something as green, but now it looks purple, wouldn't you be like, that's 
that's that looks weird, and everyone's clothes look ugly. Wow. But my husband does have to ask me whether or not something that very obviously goes, like, a, you know, pants with a shirt, he's like, does this look okay together? And I'm like, uh, duh, that's black pants and a blue shirt. It's fine. And he's like, well, I can't tell. I'm like, How can you not tell? So, so it's one of those, if you've had color your whole life, you don't really understand. Amen, sister. So Becky shames so, the disabled is sure what she's right. saying. Sure. <laughs> yes, I feel I like do. you just need labels in the closet where like... He would like that. His this OCD is where the could get on board with that. are in the whites. And Wait, are we putting the colors what? in the back of the closet? No, they're just separate from You're separating the them. Okay. And the green and the purple. Because your husband apparently has lots of purple clothing. I once told Ray when he was helping me with the logo that I don't trust the color purple, which is like a re- weird thing to say. But I can't back that up in any way. We're so. the listener, Raphael, and I <laughs> <laughs> There's she a doesn't movie trust called the color the purple. Because they say... He's like, Oprah, fuck you. I don't trust. That she doesn't like the color purple. <laughs> you know, I, only, I said that I'm not colorblind, but actually there is, um, there's a color of olive green that to me looks, everybody says is gray, but to me looks green. So maybe I do have a little bit of colorblindness and didn't realize it. Because I've had to ask people, I'm like, I thought it was gray. And they're like, no, it's very obviously green. What color is my house? In here? No, um, outside. I didn't pay that much attention. Look, oh, uh, no, you can only see the wall from here. Never mind. Is that gray? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like pink. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's the, <laughs> the military, asking. that kind of military green. All right. So how about we do, where the fuck are my notes? I leave them in the restroom. Is that where you took them? They've been flagged. Oh, we can leave? Because I have to pee. Oh, yeah. Let's take a breather. You haven't been noticing people leaving to use the restroom I mean, I thought it was just very unprofessional. All right, everyone take a breather. (laughs) All right. If you hear the crinkling, it's because we're about to do a chat snack. I don't call it snack chat because I'm not a total rip-off artist, but we're going to do a a chat snack. So I brought some ARIYMBF-related items. I brought the Oreo chocolate hazelnut. Megan's super excited. I brought (laughs) Colonel Jeff's. Goldenberg's Peanut Chews, which I'm really excited about. I've never tried, but they look delicious. And Toby brought the ketchup chips and the all-dressed potato chips, Ruffles and Lay's. And, of course, Tim, all the way, Tim Ortez, all the way from Germany, sent me. So he sent us all a huge box all the way from Germany, and it's all the same snacks he sent to Allison the exact same one, so I thought that was really nice. He sent us, I have to write it down because I couldn't remember. Oh, Raffaello's. Maybe, Rafi, you should say it because you, you can say Raffaello's and Ferrero Rocher better than me. What was that? Second? You did well. <laughs> Ferrero oh, Nope. Nope. Wow. Nope. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Probably not. Keep Where's going. that milkshake stout? <laughs> I need a little topper. Um, Why is there a chip in your beer? Because it dropped on the floor. and I So thought, a new stack has been born. I thought I would marinate my chip in my beer you hear here first paul Wait, are you gonna <laughs> list all the things that okay. oh fuck yeah oh hey Raphael. yes can you say this thing and where's the other one this you're one. missing this one yeah that can you say those two things uh you already did but Raffaello and ferrero rocher and then and then and dan <laughs> and then the kinder chocolate minis and the nurnberger elisen love kuchen Kuchen, which is gingerbread cookies, and they smell delicious. Yes, they're so good. Mm. Okay, so Raffaello's, 
Oh, these are good. Um, you can find these at your local every store. Oh my god, they smell good. Thank but you, Jen. For the ASMR listeners at right home. Now I'm opening a package. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's got your package and she's unrolling it. Unrolling it. Oh, stop, stop it in there. Oh, yeah. What's in the middle? They're hairy balls. They're Pete's sweaty. Oh, they What's smell the so good. What's the number of the HR for BFF Fancast again? <laughs> 1-800. Oh, my God. Wheezy <laughs> over here. 1-800. 1-800. Okay. Fuck right up. There's okay. a lot going on in there. Okay. Is coconut Whoa. and yeah. too much. Cream and, Whoa. I'm mm. sorry. If anybody's explosion. a fan. Mm. Those are fucking good. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of I'm a fan. These are good. I'm down right? with coconut anyway. I like it's it. some sort of cream. Um, Tim, or not Tim, sorry. Um, Paul, would you make a stout that is a Raffaello flavored one, please? Wow. Mm. It's like a crispy cookie, but also some sort of frosting, like Megan was saying. Some yeah. kind of coconut. Some you can call it a nut. cream. You don't need to steer away from cream. Yeah, that's what near frosting is not hmm? anything. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I like it, but if I had like three of them, I would probably never have them again. Oh, right. If you had a scone or this next to each other, which one would you choose? Scone. No, fuck right off. (laughs) (laughs) Scones can eat a dick. So, well, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but so what's next? Okay. Oh, my God. What did I just chew on? Is that my tooth? (laughs) Sorry, my dentures. Put it in your teeth box. (laughs) My teeth box. All right. Let's do Toby's snacks. Hey, All right, the ketchup uh-huh. potato chip. It smells like oh, fucking ketchup. <laughs> Tastes like it too. I like it. I need to lose the fuck. It's a lot Can too I much. Order that from Amazon, you think? <laughs> What's good? Pretty good. Pretty good. They're yeah. not great. Mm. They're not bad. They taste not like ketchup. No okay, scone or ketchup chip? Scones all day. Oh my okay. Yeah. Okay, I let me turn down your volume. Just unplug. <laughs> I really need to stop crunching into the mic because this hazelnut really got me. <laughs> You're still <laughs> chewing that thing? Yes. Man. I live, I, um, they're so ketchupy. I don't know why these have swept Canada like they have. Um, mm. yeah. You open the bag and it's like, woo, ketchup. Yeah, I'm not a ketchup And fan. I like ketchup and they're pretty good, but I don't know if I'd take they're them good. over, even plain ones, really. If you eat them with a Raffaello, it's kind of tasty. Mm. No. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I apologize to any people that don't like cr- crunching or <coughs> mouthfuls of food being talked to. No, 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 no. So yeah, scrub forward. They're kind of growing on me. It's like eating French fly, French oh, fry yes. <laughs> flavored me, potato chips because it's ketchup and potato. Mm-hmm. All right, next chip we're gonna do the all dressed. What does that even mean? Let's read it. Canada's very own. It's uh, unique to Canada. It's it was invented there. You're seeking something sweet and salty and savory with a U, all in one bag. <laughs> savory, savory. Okay, so all dressed. It looks like vinegar, onions, bell peppers. Oh. I guess that's what it means to be all dressed. I'm gonna need How about all undressed? Am I right? <laughs> oh, good. Jen's not on mic. She can't quiet me down. <laughs> she can't what? Boom! Just pass me that bag. Bag? Oh, the bag. The gold So I don't know that I get onions or bell pepper, but it tastes like barbecue, kind of. Yeah, I don't like barbecue chips either. Yeah. There's a lot of crunching, munching, and squeaking and squawking going on. I think they taste more vinegary than anything else. Yeah. I kind of like the vinegar part of it, but this is the other part that I don't like. I can't put my finger on... Like, I can't describe tastes are besides the vinegar. Am I crazy to think it's like a sour cream and onion ruffle taste, but with vinegar? They have MSG, which I thought was like a purely American thing, but shout out to Canada. Megan's trying to put her finger on it. Hold on. MSG. Who wants to try um, a Colonel Jeff... Peanut chew. Peanut yes. chew. I choose you. 
I choo-choo-choos you. <laughs> it tastes like a payday. Really? Oh, it mm-hmm. smells like... the one with the chocolate in the commercial? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really wanted to like these. What they're not bad. Pennsylvania's they're chocolate and they're peanuts. Like they're a little waxy. I like them. Good. Well, you see that bin right there? <laughs> They're they might fine. be coming home with you. They're fine. Yes. I think they're yeah. the scone of the candy <laughs> section. <laughs> I would like, choose yeah, this I, over a scone. Oh, Hold geez. on, though. They are gluten-free. You so. know they taste like Baby Ruth? They taste like a there wax Snickers. Baby Ruth. There you go. A waxy Snickers, but a Baby Ruth. Okay, like I said a wax. Oh. Wax Snickers. <laughs> I forgot. You don't say wax. I would take a we have to Baby say Ruth all day over this. Yeah. Too much chew, not enough chocolate. Okay. It's oh. like it's the opposite something. of a Baby Ruth, but with the same flavors. Oh. I had high hopes for that one. Moving on. How about Kinder Minis? Kinder Chocolate is the best chocolate ever. Mm-hmm. So. so what are the different? Okay. This one, it looks like little mm-hmm. wedges with a like, cream in them. Mm-hmm. And there's ones that have a wafer. I think I got this the wafer. There's another one. Wafer with chocolate around it. Like yeah, a Kit Kat? Kind of oh, this one looks like it's like right yes. here. Maybe. Okay, you're yeah, too. There's something different about that one that I don't. It looks more like an egg. Oh, oh, Yours is fancy. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. What, it's now, like a what dome and has some kind of cream in it. Yeah. Shape. Oh my god. That's a lot really of sugar. You didn't really like it? Good. Oh. Yeah, it's good. I'll Who pass the on this one. What? I think I would have liked Tim the other ones with wafers better. Tim Mortez was the kinder guy? Yes. Tim Mortez. He's the kinder guy. Thank you, Tim. Tim, you're I was, awesome. I had a foreign exchange student from Slovakia, and she used to love it when her parents would send a care package with the kinder chocolates in it. Mm, yes. They used to terrify me because they came with little tiny toys inside, and I thought, we would never sell these in America because mm-hmm. somebody would get sued. And now they're selling them in America. Mm-hmm. But there are different are versions of that. But they have the little toys in them. They do, but they're not the same as the ones that are sold in Germany or really? as I've heard now Canada they were banned for a while they're banned but they have a new version of them here they're safer unless I don't know my friend from Germany sent us some of the eggs and they're way different toys inside if you want to go to our any candy's more regulated than our guns amen <laughs> <laughs> hey, Megan this is that's all this is all about Hashtag march for our lives if you go more to hashtags. any like Mexican kind of bakery or something they usually have them and I bought uh the boy one and the girl run girl one why am I so I'm, I'm drunk. No, I'm not. Go on. Um, so I bought one, and the boy toy has like <laughs> <laughs> the toy that was in the blue egg was like three pieces, and you have to assemble it. And the girl one was a one piece thing that oh, did like nothing. Makeup or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but me and Rachel were like, they are very uh, sexist <laughs> down there yeah. in Mexico. How about let's try our hazelnut cookie? Okay. The hazelnut Oreo. Mm. It's kind of fake tasting, I feel like, the cream. Like, it has a flavor, but it has, like, a... Like a chemical hazelnut flavor. Yeah. Mm. yeah. If you like hazelnuts, this is not really very hazelnutty. Maybe then I would have liked it. Golden Oreos it. are delicious. Mm-hmm. So if only they used, like, actual Nutella in the middle, mm-hmm. this would have been, like, a yes. home run. Yeah. But, yeah, it falls flat. It's shitty. <laughs> but you are right. Golden Oreos are delicious. They are. This is the first time I've ever had a golden Oreo. Mm. They're pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not with the, the hazelnut crepish. All right. Um, how about these uh, gingerbread cookies? Those look really good. I didn't get one of those. They're very holiday. I think we have a... They're, they're can huge. Can I try like... Let's... We yeah, can share. I don't want a whole one. I feel like they have Here. real ingredients inside of them. This like, looks like... Pieces of real food ginger. rather than... Uh, if you hear squeaking and, and fart noises, those aren't fart... Fart... <laughs> fort. Those fort, aren't fort. fort noises, mate. The fort noid of noises. <laughs> but my floor is very squeaky. It smells like the holidays. I would pass. They're okay. I thought they were delightful. Oh my gosh, I like these. This is a hard pass for me. I would take this over a scone. And with coffee, this Mm -hmm. would be even more amazing. Mm -hmm. Everything's good with coffee. coffee. Hand job in this? Even a hand job. I'll take it. 
<laughs> it's not very sweet. No. Yeah. And the really, I find it to be really sweet. whatever's on the outside is kind of waxy. Yeah, and it's. It I like looks the inside. Like yeah. but I don't really think it is. Gingerbread. <laughs> Hers is actually covered in chocolate. She had a different one. Oh, there's two different ones. There was some. Condescending Lisa is back on the mic. What a shocker. (laughs) That's not chocolate. That's ginger. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah, look, there are some. Oh, yeah. I had a a lady yell at me at the farmer's market the other day for my my flavor. Anyway, okay. Next. Wait, what? Oh, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Don't stop. Your flavor of personality or your, <laughs> or your flavor of flavors? Lisa tasted weird to the lady at the market. I, I, tasted, we- I tasted her weird. <laughs> she makes mustards and jellies. This <laughs> is not going anywhere. And I tasted her jelly and... <laughs> That's in the I beginning. Can't do it. I tasted her jelly when she was on her period. When I was, when I was on my period, <laughs> and then I tasted her mustard. Oh Keep going. So uh, we were tasting all of the flavors, and I said I wanted to buy the one that's the plum fa- flavored. And she yelled at me and said, "You didn't have the plum flavored." Oh shit! And I'm like, I'm just trying to fucking buy something from you so I can leave. Like a farmer's market situation? Yeah. Where you kind of feel like under the gun right, to like, right? I t- you've given me five tastes and now I have to pick something. And I said, oh, I really like that plum one. You didn't have the plum one. <laughs> plum? What plum? She started doing that. Wow. And I'm like, I don't know. It's the, f- I guess it's a f- the fig one. I don't know. Bitch. It was a fig one. I bought that and the mustard. And then the kids afterwards were like, you got yelled at for the figs. <laughs> The, the whole ride home. Plums? What plums? I'm like, oh my god. The plums with the red on the inside. <laughs> exactly. I got banned. All right. You're banned. <laughs> That's crema. These plantains. Three plantains. Okay. So Suzanne brought us some caramel corn. Oh, I need thanks. More. I already ate all my. Oh my gosh. Who's. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the caramel corn. I was trying to give it okay. an effect. From Merced County, Ryan's Old Fashioned Caramel Corn. Mm, yeah, that looks delicious. It's I very good. They are so it's good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exceptional caramel corn. Very like buttery. Mm. And the popcorn tastes like fresh, not chewy. The only way these could be better is Why? if they were straight You're doing out the pot. What is up with the mic? <laughs> I turned it up because I thought... He likes his microphone I, erect. I flipped the mic up because I thought... I was the one chewing on Mike, but it turned it out me. it was just Jen. So I put mine erect, and now I have two erect microphones. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Get the, get the coffee. Get the coffee. These mics went from 6 to 12 real quick. Okay. I'm just going to take a drink so I don't comment. All right. So what was your favorite thing all around, Rafi? I could eat the whole bag of all-dressed chips, mm-hmm. but because I have those a lot, I'm going to pick the caramel corn. Pretty good. Maggie Pill? Gingerbread cookie. Mm. For the sweet side, savory side, for sure, the alderess. Trice. Going to co-sign with Megan on that one. Um, I don't know. I don't like like salt and vinegar chips. Um, the alderess were kind of like that, but at a but a tolerable level. They were actually a lot better than I was expecting. That was my foot, not a fart. I swear. Uh, for the so listener, Lisa, Lisa denied a fart. <laughs> fart denier. <laughs> I, I like the Ruffalo's. Suzanne, what did you care for? And I like the caramel corn a lot. Those are my two faves. Becky? I loved the chips. I'm a chip girl. And I actually like the chips? peanut chews. Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, all-dressed ruffles, which I think I've had before, and I don't know where, but 
I think I've had those. I loved them. Jen? I'm not a chip person at all, but I really like the all-dressed ruffles. Those are delicious. Ray? Raymundo? I think I liked the Raffaello's the best because I'm, I'm down with the coconut. The the caramel corn's really good, too. It is. Joanna? I am going with the, the all-dressed chips. Can I try to work out a joke about the all-dressed chips in yeah. real time? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. What Sorry. did our favorite foods say to us when... I'm going for the punchline to be, I'm all dressed, but I don't know how to get there. Mm. But that's the punchline. That's how comedians do work that way. They start with a punchline and they work up. up. I said I was working on real time. I'm being vulnerable. I know. You are. So quietly be vulnerable. And I'm encouraging you. It's your beer. Be vulnerable in your head. (laughs) We'll get back to the actual joke at some point. Lisa, which was your favorite? I enjoyed the Raffaello's. And I like the gingerbread things. Now that we've done snack, chat. Chat snack. Chat snack, yes. Instead of talking about JMO's, Ray, get up to the mic. I'm here. I'm left. <laughs> Here's your opportunity to back up your funeral, JMO, and tell David oh, and Jordan <laughs> what you really feel about their comments. Well, to be honest, maybe I deserved a little rash of this shit because it was probably not a real JMO. I don't know why Allison picked it. So it's on her, really. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, that's good. But, you know, I um, I saw on the Facebook page, and it was Megan, it was like, ooh, Ray got burned, you know, like, and, you know, Leanne and, and others were just like, oh, don't worry about it, Ray, it's not that bad, and I'm like, oh, what the hell, I couldn't download it that morning because of my fucking podcast app, and I was like, oh, this is probably pretty bad, and then I, I couldn't imagine why, I was like, I forgot about the JMO, so I'm like, oh, the funeral JMO, okay. And then I listened. It was like, this is nothing. You guys, I mean, appreciate your concern about my feelings, but it turns out I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I would have thought about it for two days if I were you. More. I'd still be thinking about it. I love that Leanne was I, I, I re- listened to make sure. Did I miss something that was really bad? Or, well, Jordan was like, this guy's a jerk. Feel stuff, will you? Right. If I was there, I'd have called him, listen, you little fucking twerp, oh, Cupid, oh. motherfucker, oh. Oh. And, and and just brought it back at him Reality. because that's what we do. And Raphael said as much as on the last episode, young knucklehead guys together, they just make fun of each other and it can be vicious with the point being not only to like hurt the other guy's feelings, make the other people that are around there to laugh at the person. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, oh, no, so what? <laughs> Jordan. I, I couldn't even <laughs> tell. I couldn't even tell if that was Jordan or Honey Huntsberger. Jordan. Okay. Well, I, think they, I think they both kind of joined in. Yeah, I think I, it, it was, it, yeah. but you know, it was just like a, you know, what it lasted maybe five seconds. Eh, yeah. I appreciate everyone having my back, you know. I would have shit my pants and been like, I'm done with the, the BFA gas. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty bad for sure. But. Yeah, that's the that's the feedback I get from but women. The guys were like, "Eh, we hear you. These are comedians just doing their thing." Vigorating, vigorating. That's a new one. I think I used the wrong word. Invigorating. Vigorating. Vigorating's a word. Invigorating. No. No. Vigorous. I think is where you're going. Three beers in. Who knows anymore? <laughs> Ooh, I got it to play. Hold on. Hey, you guys. It's me, Allison. <laughs> 
back and forth and she originally was like oh when are you gonna do it because she sounded like she wanted because i asked her to come and then she said oh when are you guys gonna do it because i might be able to come down there and then like immediately like two minutes later oh i forgot i have this this and this i'm like all right maybe i just got my hopes up but anyway she wanted to personally thank everybody and i think that's awesome that she did that i heard allison yeah. rosen say my name like a hundred times and every time i hear it i'm like <laughs> so true. But did yeah. you run into her at an oh, airport? Yes. I ran into her at Ralph's. Okay, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> and I was totally cut off guard. And I saw the gross pajama bottoms. So one upping you. But still, that would be cool. Oh. Yeah. Where's she undressed? Okay. What? Oh, uh, right. I mean, all dressed. What? Oh, see? <laughs> you wanted to make a joke too with it. I really did. Yeah. And I didn't do it well. Um, support that's Allison because she's fucking amazing. This month's uh, Patreon bonus episode is with Allie Ward, which she was talking about. She recorded today. And by Allison's book, it comes out April 10th. And I would like to thank each and every one of you for coming out here because that means the world to me that you guys made this trek to my lowly little house. <laughs> May I? Colorado, Sacramento, San Jose, Seattle. Local, 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 <laughs> local, local, local. Yeah. Like super local. You actually made the least effort. I'm kidding. Right. Second That's least. pretty fucking impressive. It really is. And it blows my mind that anybody would burn any calories to come here so I, i'm honored a lot <laughs> i'm honored that people would enter a plane or a car for hours and deal with that nonsense just to do this it's it's huge to me i might point out that la is exactly local to oh, here we go. splitting hairs. well okay i mean compared to seattle all right all right you made me get my car fixed so that was good Oh, so in other words, you're welcome. Positive outcome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. I Grateful. flew from Colorado and I drove to LA and I drove back from LA. So really, mm. most effort. Hero. I put in the most effort. So <laughs> Raphael's the hero today. 
I also burped just now, so hopefully that was in there. I'd also like to thank Paul and Don and Tim for sending us and bringing amazing things for us to share. And if you want to be a part of the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. And join our private Facebook group, Lil Rafi. I feel like we don't call you Lil Rafi anymore. Where can we find you or plug or whatever you can follow me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. Megan? Oh, Oop. cheers. Follow me at oh, boy. Snare Park. Hold on. I'm trying to, listener Megan is on her phone. I wanted to plug the mm. lists of which Allison's pre-order is number one of right now. And I... Okay, aerobics. here we go. I needed to look at her Instagram because I knew it was cosmology <laughs> and aerobics, but I forgot what the third cosmetology, thing was. Cosmetology, not yeah, space. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, sorry. For me to correct um, you is bad. <laughs> That's true. I brought up hand jobs like oh, maybe more than two, once. Wait, no, it's three. Pl- well, cosmetics and aerobics is what's on our Instagram. That's pretty fucking cool. Even though it's totally obscure subgenres of shit, it's still Bad pretty data. fucking cool. So. <laughs> Weddings, cosmetics, and aerobics. She's Weddings? Really bad data. And that's data. fucking funny. I think they just tag, oh, this book has this shit, and it's, then she gets another one. It's supposed to be just basically just Allison, which is funny. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so it should be, it should be comedy. comedy. Trying to market it just toward women. Mm. No, they're probably picking up like phrasing from Tanks. the yeah from inside the book and then uh, yeah. making assumptions through artificial intelligence. It's really bad data. Yep, yep. But she's number one, so that's and that all feeds Queen's that... ego, and I like that, and we should all like that. So <laughs> at Zanera Park Trace. Hey, I am at TSDCX on Twitter. I don't. I just retweet uh, angry political stuff and comedians. Sometimes uh, the same tweets. Uh, don't do that. Do join the Best Friends Fancast group on Facebook if you're not a member. Also, shout out to Paul, because we gave Bruce by Don uh, a lot of love for his beer. Your beer was also great. I am still drinking it right now. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suzanne, you, I didn't really get to introduce you. You came in mid-show, so snack chat era. So sure. where can we find you, though? <laughs> Um, just in the Facebook group. That's the best place okay. to find me. Okay, that is a yeah. good place to find you. I don't do much anyplace else. Same. This is Becky. You probably sometimes find me in the Facebook group, and that's about it anymore. Jen? Just uh, go pre-order Allison's book. You know, Besides you know, sitting name. at my table shaking your head at me constantly, that's, that's all I'm going to see all the time whenever I say anything wrong. No, that last time was at Rafi. Okay, good. Okay. Phew. Were you making hand job motions? Oh. Not God, at all. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not everything and comes now back it's back to, to you. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me? That's just... What? Uh, Ray, For where the can listener, we find you? This is the 12th time Lisa has mentioned hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times she's kept it in here, but... Whoa. Uh, Ray Morgan, I-I-I on Twitter. And Joanna. And since apparently I only tweet half tweets to people on the Today Show, just <laughs> find me in the Facebook group. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well... That was a great show. I love all of you guys. Thank you for coming. BFFs, I love you. And here's to 100 more. Cheers. If you enjoy putting things up your butt, uh, just make sure it's not a spiral pasta.
I have to measure out how much I beat up on these because there's so much material already. 